Welcome to Easy Money. I'm Jill, the money coach. I know what it's like to push through, to white knuckle it, to put in the time and get no results. I know what it's like to wonder what's the right way and to constantly worry about doing it all wrong. I've learned a whole lot from doing things the hard way. That's why I help coaches go from doing everything the hard way to making money easy. You want to create your dream life and dream business that's all about being free to do what you want, spend what you want, and build the future you want and do it all with ease? In this podcast, I bring you simple strategies for success for your business that make money easy. So it's time for easy money. Are you ready? Well then, let's go! Well, hello there. Fancy seeing you here. Welcome to Easy Money Podcast. I'm Jill Wright, and I'm so excited you're back. So last year at my first, the first retreat I hosted, I, uh, I was, you know, getting together a bunch of ideas and all of the exercises I wanted to do and all of the ways that I wanted to make people feel special there, people, ways to encourage people, ways to inspire people while, while they were there. And I found these cute little cards on Amazon. They're called Thoughtfuls. And they're about probably two inches by two inches square. And there's a little pop-open panel and you they're, it's perforated. And so you open the little panel and there's different themes. There's trust your crazy ideas. There's be strong, you matter. Um, there's a bunch of different ones. So I got several boxes of them because I thought, well, that'll be fun. And I have some left over. So every now and then I just want to be inspired or I just want a thought starter for my day or whatever, I'll just pull one out. And so today I thought I'd start the podcast with one of those. And again, they're called Thoughtfuls um, and you can find them on Amazon. They're so cute. Uh, So this one is Trust Your Crazy Ideas. And it's a quote that says, some ideas spark, some ideas flow, and some ideas you need to hammer and forge into being. And I'm not sure that I'm going to pronounce this right, but it is a quote by Kobe Yamada. And the thing that I would add to this is, and some ideas you just have to release like a a helium balloon and let them float away. Uh, Now, I'm a person, you probably know this as you've been listening to the podcast, I'm a person who has a lot of ideas. And so obviously, I cannot possibly... uh, implement and execute on every single idea I have. So this is something that I've really have had to learn uh, and to do is to let some ideas spark, let some ideas flow, um, hammer some of those ideas and bring them into being. And mostly what I'm doing is I am releasing them um, out into the ethos or wherever unused ideas go. And hopefully, and sometimes I'll pass them on to my clients. I'll pass them on to people I collaborate with. I'll pass them on in virtual coffee chats or, you know, wherever those ideas want to flow to. And so um, I'll just, you know, ask you to think about what do you do with your ideas? Um, And just so you know, 
This has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm talking about today or the conversation that I'm having uh, on today's installment of Conversations with Coaches. It was just something I randomly thought of as I was getting ready to record this podcast. So there you go. Uh, Take it for what it's worth uh, and you know, otherwise release it like a helium balloon into the sky so that it can float away and find where it's supposed to go. Okay. So today we're talking about making your business fun and simple. And part of that means that you have to let go of some of the stories that you've been telling yourself as you've been trying to build your business or as you've been trying to grow the business that you've built. So, and part of that is time. Do you ever feel like there's just no way you're ever going to have enough time for what you need to do in your business? Do you ever get frustrated that you put things on your calendar and then they take twice as long than the time you put down and now you feel behind? What about this one? Do you ever wish that you could just do the fun stuff in your business and not have to do any of that stuff you you hate? Now, my clients, they hate the selling, they hate the marketing, they hate the launching, all of that stuff. They just want, <laughs> I, I was coaching somebody one day and I said, I said, what do you want in your business? And she said, well, I just want people to show up and hire me. I don't want to have to do anything. I just want them to magically appear on my consult and hire me. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, then we can, we can manifest that. <laughs> Might take a little while, but we can manifest that. Um, but if any of those are concerns of you, you are definitely not alone. And that's why I wanted to have a chat with today's guest because she always seems to be having so much fun. And the other thing I've learned about her is she always has so much time. So I'm like, who better to have on Easy Money Podcast than somebody who already knows their business is fun and simple and they have plenty of time. Perfect guest for my podcast. (laughs) Um... Siri Payne is a certified life coach. She got certified through the life coach school and she created her six figure life coaching practice while parenting three teenagers, teaching special education full time, supporting her husband in his demanding career and serving as the president of her church's women's organization. I mean, good grief. (laughs) This woman's like superwoman. Siri works with successful women in business, many of whom have ADHD, to create a life they love while having enough time to strengthen relationships, set goals, and make money in their business. She's amazing. Siri's zone of genius is helping clients identify their priorities, organize their time, as well as create and plan schedules so they can make progress towards their goals in both their business and personal life. And by the way, if you don't know Siri Payne, you can find her on Instagram at Siri Payne Coaching, and I definitely encourage you to uh, do this. She is such a blessing. I totally adore her. Siri and I met a few years ago when she posted in LCS Slack. That was back in the day when there was such a thing. There actually was a Slack workspace that LCS uh, offered and monitored. And it was amazing. And for those of you that were in there, um, I know that there's nothing been the same, quite the same since. Um, 
but it, it was good. But she posted something, and I can't even remember the context of her post, to be honest, but she talked about all of the things that she was doing at the time, just like I just mentioned in her bio, having been newly certified as a coach, because I think when she got certified, when she first got certified, she I think she was still working in special education. And I was like, what? What in the world? How in the world does she do all this? I have to know. And so I reached out to her to find out how she did all this. And we ended up peer coaching together. Uh, we met for several months and we even swapped, uh, being each other's paid clients. I paid her, she paid me and we worked together, I think for, for six weeks in that arrangement. It was so much fun. I just adore Siri. I love her so much. And I love her nothing is impossible attitude. <laughs> she was like, okay, well, let's just do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, she just doesn't think anything is impossible. I mean, she, at least she acts like that. Um, I've all, also participated in a few of her programs that she tested out along the way. I always love being a part of whatever she's doing. So I've had her on the podcast before, but it's been a minute. So I thought this series conversations with coaches would be a great time to have her back. You are just going to love Siri. If you don't know her already, you are going to love her. You're going to want to connect with her. So enjoy this amazing conversation. Hey Siri, I am so glad I am having you on the podcast again changed name since the last time you were on there. So I'm glad you get to be on easy money. And I, I love that you're on here now because you are so good at making things easy. And so <laughs> I'm really excited to see the tips and the tricks and the amazing um, thoughts that you offer to my audience. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I wanted to start off. Um, I just want to be able to see the highlight reel of your journey and where you have, like what got you into business and sort of your journey um, along the way. Um, because we've, I think we've been in business around the same amount of time, give or take six, six months. And so I think it would be interesting for people to hear how yours has gone and, and how that's evolved. Cause I mean, you've had pretty much the same niche the whole time, right? Um, I had a little, yeah, for the most part, I started there. I kind of went in, I kind of went back so I can maybe talk a little bit about where, where that happened or how that happened. But if you want to go back into 1999, if any, if there's probably people that can't even remember that, but in college, I um, really never planned to be a teacher, but I was in a teaching program. I always thought that I would just hurry up, graduate from teaching, and then I would become a, get a master's in like counseling or therapy or something like that. Well, I got married in my last year of college. And so I started teaching <laughs> instead so that I could put him through college. And funny enough, he actually started the master of counseling degree and not me. And so I sometimes tease that he stole my dreams from me, but not really because while I was doing that, I then decided to get a master's of special education. And so that's what I did for a lot of years, a little bit before my kids were born, then I had kids. And then I went back after they started school. And I really love that career. And it was so great. 
But during the summer, I got a little bored. And so I listened to a podcast um, from the Life Coach School. And I just decided that's what I want to do. That's where my passion is. So it's it's always been part of me <laughs> in some degree, but I just didn't really know how it would play out. And so as I talk about what I did, I always thought, um, originally I thought I would go and be a um, coach that helped parents with special needs children. I did that for a little bit, but then I'm like, you know what? I really just want to help mom and mompreneurs. And while I was growing my business, I was also teaching school full-time and I was the president of our church's women's organization. And so I had a lot of coach friends or entrepreneurs or people in business go, how are you doing that? Like, how are you achieving your goal of six figures and teaching and doing this? And so that kind of circled me back to more like, I guess, hone in again on that time management, that organization to help women that are growing businesses be able to create a, like a life they love while also going after their dreams and their goals and their roles of, you know, being wife, mother, parent, what all, what all of that entails. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's how we met actually is you were, I think in um, Slack for LCS like back in the day when they actually had that, I think you were talking about all the stuff you get done. And I can't even remember the context of it. You were like, yeah. And how do I get all this done? And I do this and I do that. And, I was like, and that's when I reached out to you and said, okay, I got to know how you do all this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guessing that my audience is wondering the same thing. So can you I don't, I mean, I don't know that I want the whole episode to be about productivity and getting things done, but I think it would be helpful for them to understand the, the thought process or maybe how your brain works when it comes to getting things done and, and why that's so easy, how that's so easy for you. Yeah. So I think there's two things that I could tell you that could probably make a big difference. It would take a little bit of work to maybe dive into it, but I don't have scarcity of time, right? I believe that there's plenty of time to do all the things that we need and want to do. And because of that, then I'm more willing to use my time in ways that are powerful, right? But when we feel like we don't have enough time, I mean, just think about it. If you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do and I don't have enough time. You're already starting your day a little tense, a little overwhelmed, a little full of anxiety. And so that's the first thing that, I mean, that might take a little bit of coaching, but it, it to like really uncover and unpack what that is for you. But I know Know that for me, I'm just like, there's plenty of time to do what's important to me. And how I know that is then leads us into step two. And that's just knowing our priorities, right? When we know that our priorities in life, when we know we want, what we want to accomplish, what we want to focus on, then we know like the needle movers every day. So a lot of us have these ideas, like I want to be good at working out. I want to be good at my business. I want to be a good spouse or whatever these are. But until we know our priorities, I, I like to say these are targets and the targets are just floating around and they're not really standing still. But when we really hone into like, these are our priorities and these are the simple action steps I'm going to do every day to make that thing a priority, that then makes the target stand still. And when our target stand still, we're able to do more and accomplish more every day because we're no longer wasting time chasing moving targets. So that is your answer in a nutshell. I mean, I can go into it more if you have follow-up questions, but like, it's just knowing our priorities and then noticing what our relationship is with time, right? Are we thinking it's not enough? Are we thinking that it goes by too fast? Like if that was the person, if that was a relationship that you have, and you always said, you're not enough and you never stick around and you always disappear, you're not going to have a very good relationship with that person. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same with money. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like most people that have 
money scarcity also have time scarcity. And I mean, I think you're an exception to that rule because <laughs> you maybe had a little bit of money scarcity, um, but you didn't have that time scarcity. So it was, it was, uh, it was a little bit different than most of my clients. And I think one of the things, um, and so that definitely does drive that overwhelm, that anxiety and like you said, not using the time in the ways that um, that lead to what they actually want. And so then the second part, knowing the priorities, I think that really is also something that my clients struggle with because um, they have so many priorities and because they don't want to narrow those down because of the scarcity mindset, then mm -hmm. they don't get to focus on what is truly important to them. So their target doesn't stand still. And we know that if the target doesn't stand still, then we can't focus on it. And what we focus on grows. So if we can't focus on the target, then it won't grow. I love that. Yes. Dead on. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that just, that just makes it so, so, so simple. Um, but I guess what doesn't make it easy is what do they have to do in order to narrow down those priorities? What makes that so easy for you? So I think sometimes people may be confused that priorities need to be really specific. And so they're, they're general. I mean, they can be whatever areas they want, but lots of times my traditional, you know, clients, it could be, you know, a priority is in business building, a priority is in relationships, you know, with maybe with their family, with their kids, with their spouse. Um, lots of times it could be health or spirituality. It might be self-care, self-development, all those kind of areas, right? So they're in big, broad areas. But then what makes it so special is the second part of the program that I do is really identifying the why that you want that thing to be a priority, right? Because lots of times, like someone may say that, let's say they want health to be a priority. Well, that could mean something different for everybody. And what we forget to do is really define what does it mean for us, right? Like if we want health to be a priority because we want to lose weight, then our action steps are going to be more like cardio or weight training, right? It might be more calorie counting or restricting our calories or something like that, whatever it may look like for you to lose weight, but that's your health goal. And there's another person over here that has a health goal, but they just say health, but maybe it's more about mental health. Maybe it's about, I have clients that um, have like autoimmune disease and things like that. So their health goal is more to keep their eating in check or to eliminate certain foods that flare up their autoimmune disease. So when we just, I think sometimes what happens is we just say, oh, health, and we just think it looks a certain way, but we don't know what the goal is that we want to achieve. So when you know what you're doing with your health, then you're not like trying to say, do I do this? Do I do this? You're like, oh, I'm trying to be healthier mentally. Well, then maybe you do yoga. Maybe you do meditation. Maybe you go out in nature, right? And so what, when you know what the goal is, right? The purpose for making that thing a priority, then you know, like the three simple action steps. And so that's what allows us to have enough time to do everything is because we're only doing those things that truly are pointing to our results and not all the extra stuff, right? That we need, um, that we think we need because we're not quite sure what the target is. Okay. So if the target, let, let's just use um, revenue for an example, um, okay. because I think, I mean, all of 
my audience is, I think is uh, coaches building businesses. And one of the top goals is a revenue goal. Typically they have a money goal that they want to achieve. And so let's say that's one of their overall life priorities. And maybe they have, um, maybe they have, they also want to prioritize their family. So they don't want to sacrifice, you know, the life that they've built and the relationships that they have in order to, to reach this goal. Um, and maybe sustainability is, is their third area that they want to focus on. I think what trips people up is, okay, well, in order to create, in order to reach this business goal, I have to do all of these things. So what, what was the thing that helped you um, not get caught up in that? Because that's also scarce, scarcity thinking, right? If I don't do this, I'll miss out on that. Right. So I think what helped me the most is to, I I call it leading with our strengths and leading in a way that we really enjoy, right? So I didn't get caught up in, okay, in order to make this amount of revenue, I need to do this, 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 and this, right? I decided, what do I want to do? What sounds fun? What sounds motivating? What sounds simple? What sounds easy? And I'm going to do that. So I think you know this, but I'll share it with your audience is that my first hundred thousand that I wanted to make, my goal was to hit it without investing in Facebook ads or in ads of any form. And so that meant I'm choosing, right, to not invest money or not invest in ads for my business. So then I had to decide, okay, what do I want to do? And I really, really liked being on podcasts and being in front of other people's audiences. And so I use that as my catalyst, right, to grow my business. But I could have been over here going, but should I be doing Facebook ads? I don't know. Everyone else does, you know, our, you know, so-and-so says I need to be doing them. It's the way to go. And that is then what we would call like maybe not staying in our own lane. And so Mm -hmm. then we're focusing on a weakness or something we're not willing to try rather than a strength. So if we are focusing on our strengths in our business, then we are focusing on the, the goals, right? We're going to get, get to the goal the way that is most easiest, the way, again, that's more fun, the way that impacts us. So I think a lot of times is when we follow the they says or they say you should do it this way, when it's mm-hmm. not complementary to who you are as a human and, and, and your other roles and goals and your personality, then it's not going to be as impactful and as quickly because it's not going to feel natural. And so I guess that's what I was like, what can I do to get, to get the revenue goal that I wanted naturally? And I also maybe would consider not doing a revenue goal. A lot of my clients, we have a revenue goal because we think that's what we should. Or lots of times we're just taught, like make this money goal. But I asked them like, how do you want to feel on your way there? Like, how do you want to feel? What do you want to do in your business? What's going to be fun? Like, and then it turns into helping people or making an impact or something like that. And so I, I like to have like secondary models going on. Like, you know, if, if, if your clients are familiar with the model, but one model is creating the revenue goal and another model is creating like how we want to feel and that how we want to feel is going to create those actions. And then that way, when we're doing what we're doing, we're leading with our strengths. We're doing things that are fun and exciting and motivating for us, the secondary or the, you know, the revenue goal will naturally follow. 
because we're doing what's exciting. And for some reason, Facebook ads weren't exciting. They felt a little bit too much. I just, you know, like I didn't scarcity wise, I'm like, I have time to give, I'll go be a podcaster. I'll go guest podcast, but I didn't want to give money. And so there is a trade-off of time and money a lot of times in the business. And we just have to decide what feels good to us. It doesn't mean that I won't invest in Facebook ads one day, but until it comes to be something that I need to do, I've just been enjoying building my business in a way that feels really fun and natural to me. Yeah. I love that. Um, so did you have to do any mindset work around that or was that pretty much just a decision? Yeah, that was just a decision. Honestly, the mindset would have had to be to do Facebook ads because again, I didn't want to spend the money. Right. I'm, oh, I have time. I'll just spend time. But right? I guess the mindset piece I'm, I'm wondering about because um, I think the mindset that a lot of my audience would have is um, they would have to, they would have to manage their mind around it being possible to do that without, I mean, Facebook ads just being an example, but you know, it could, it could be, you know, well, people say that you have to post on social media consistently, or people say you know, like any number of, of the rules, <laughs> right, right. That are out there. Um, and so they would have to manage their mind around the belief that that's not enough to create or to achieve the goal that I want to achieve. Right. So I guess that would be where you have some scarcity thinking, right? Like it's mm -hmm. not enough. I need to be doing more. Um, and what if it is enough? Like you'll never know what it is if you don't try it. So I guess where I had, I, I don't know that I had to manage my mind necessarily in the fact that I just really believe that if it's not fun and exciting, we're not going to do it long-term. And so if we have so many things into our business that we don't enjoy doing, I have a lot of ways to kind of figure it out and hire out and do without and all these little tricks. But if we're constantly doing something that every day we're like, oh, I don't want to do that thing, then we need to figure out a way to get rid of it. Um, to hire it out, to change it, and not do it anymore, like something like that, because then we're never going to hit the revenue goals that we want to make if we are doing all these action steps that we don't want to do. And so yeah. when I say I have to manage my mind, I guess I don't know that I necessarily had to, because I just believe like, if I didn't want to do it, then, and I don't want to do it long-term, then it, it's not going to grow the business that I want to have long-term. I'm not going to experience a long-term business if I'm doing it in ways that like, are not fun. Yeah. So it sounds like it was just a decision. Like I'm deciding to believe this will work and I'm willing to believe that enough to try it and figure it out. Yeah. Cause why not? Until I, got I just, until I make a different decision. Right. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I don't know if it was going to work. Cause there's no, they says that say you can't, right. Yeah. There's the, exactly like how you yeah. do it, like, but what if you can do it without it? Yeah. Right. And so well, that's the mindset piece that I think just like, you don't have to do because it comes so naturally to you. But I think, um, my, my audience would probably need to do some work around, like you can just make a decision and decide it's going to be non-negotiable. Like I'm going to decide to try it and I'm going to decide to make it work. Um, and then not do any mindset around it, mindset work around it, because you've made that decision and you've made it non-negotiable. Like, I'm going to just, I'm going to try it and I'm going to believe that it can work. Right. Well, and the thing is, is 
it sounds like, oh, I don't, I didn't have to do my mindset. But what I realized as you're talking is I chose not to do the mindset of the other way. So, you know, the money scarcity that I have when we were first working together. And so to me, more mindset work would have to have been to invest in ads, to yeah. figure out to do all that. And I, sometimes I'm a huge fan of changing circumstances. So yes, we can do the mindset work. We can do all of that. But to me, it's like, wait, I can either do that work and invest more money and figure out ads and whatever that would entail, or I can just believe that I can do it without. So there are mindset or there's, there were choices, right. Of what I wanted to believe. And I guess you could say I took the easy one because that was what was easy for me. So if I could give you any advice, it's like, take the road that feels the easiest to you because no matter what, we're human. So there is mindset, right? I'm I'm probably simplifying it and making it sound superficial, but there is mindset because we're human. We have to work on our thoughts, but I just gave myself, I believe a leg up and said, okay, this way feels easier and better. We're going to do this way. Yeah. And (laughs) I know you've, you probably think that Oh yeah, that's the obvious choice. <laughs> well, for that's me, what, someone else. I know. Oh well, yeah, I know. I know. I know. But it's so funny to me because you you do make it sound so easy, and it. it I've watched you. So some of this stuff really is really easy for you, um, but it might not be as easy. You're like you don't see it as a gift because it comes so easy to you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's the same way with me and money lies people ask me like, how, how did you see that? I'm like, how did you not? Right. Well, my, I, I do like to give people credit. Like we have choices yeah. and I literally find the easiest, most simplest way to make that thing happen. Like right. I've, even in college, you needed 121 credits to graduate. I had exactly 121 credits. There's not very many people that do. And I'm like, Hey, what are the easiest classes? How do I want to take it? So I'm not saying it's the best way, right? Do I have a lot of challenges? Do I, you know, like I I'm escaping a lot of different challenges that could happen. I get that. I'm just saying that's just me. And that's what I do yeah. in yeah. life. And I that when we play games, I win almost all the time. And I am surrounded by some brilliant, brilliant humans and they have strategies. They have strategies for my strategies and they think they know what I'm going to do. And right. And they're playing five games ahead or five moves ahead. And they, one time they asked me, they're like, what is your strategy? And I'm like, they, or they said, I'm like, you don't even have a strategy. You keep winning. I'm like, no, no, no. I have a strategy. And they're like, what is it? I said, it's to do the most fun, simple thing when it's my turn. Like, so the cards I have in my hand, the pieces that are on the board, what would be the easiest thing to like get that move along? Like, even if it's a little needle, you know, and some people, and it's their strategy is bad, but they may keep a couple cards to really make this big strategy, like in three moves down the road. And I just like, Hey, what do I have? What sounds really fun? Okay. I'm going to do that. And so I play a very simple easy, what's fun game. I'm there. I'm enjoying the game because they're like looking what everyone's doing and trying to figure out what they're doing. And I'm like, Oh, it's my turn. Okay. And I look at my cards and I like, and so to me, I'm like, that's so fun. And I, and I realized that's what I do in my business. I mean, I have a strategy, right? Like I want to win whatever that is or in the game. I want to win, but I also want to keep it fun and simple and do just like, what's really exciting. And if I had to like three rounds ahead and, and, and someone takes that card, I'd be so angry and so mad. Cause like, that was my play. And I just like, that's not fun for me. Like, to yeah. play that. and so yeah. I do have a strategy, but it's to keep it fun and simple. Yeah. To keep it fun and simple. And that's what makes it easier. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that is 
something, I mean, that you said you talked about playing to your strengths. I think that is a strength for you. I don't think that's a strength for everybody. That's probably true. Or, and and yeah. to the contrary, like, you know, people are saying, um, create a goal that makes you like want to throw up that's scary. And that, you yeah. know, and some people that really excites them and that motivates them and that like lights a fire in them. To me, I'm like, why would you want to do that? Why don't you want to create a goal that seems fun and empowering and motivating? It still may be just as hard, right? Yeah. If I want to throw up, I'm not going to really want to go after that goal. So is, I mean, like I said, that could be good yeah. or that could be bad because maybe I'm limiting myself, but I know that I'm having a great time doing whatever I'm doing. And so yeah. again, we just get to decide like what does feel good to us. And some people want to create a goal that makes them want to, you know, throw up and, and like make their <laughs> stomach all like scary. And I'm just like, or I can create this one and really be excited about it. And what I believe is in five years, we get to be in the same spot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I may have taken these little things, these little paths. Yeah. But in five years, I'll be where I'm meant to be and I'll be yeah. what I'm meant to be doing. Yeah. Just like the, just like the game, right? You're all about simple, fun, steady progress. And everybody else is trying to do this, like quick, um, this leaps ahead. Their strategy is to, to strategize, to get leaps ahead when you both end up in the same place. It's just like when you're, um, when you're going down the highway and, or, and you, you hit the light and like every time, like the person on in the left lane will leap out ahead and they'll like zoom up to the next light. And then you end up at the light at the same time. Right. And so you just get to decide what's more fun, right? Like for yeah, me, I'd rather exactly. not wait in the light. That would be exhausting. So I'd rather go slow. So I'm not wasting time at the light, but someone else that wants to go 50 and not 40, they feel like they're wasting time, not going the speed limit or whatever, exactly. right? So, you, exactly. so all our goals, all of our time management, everything we do, I, it has to point back to what makes us feel right. The most empowered, the most whatever. And so there's no wrong way to go down that yeah. road go the speed limit or to just casually get there it's yeah. which way makes you feel the most content what and lights us up because yeah. we all end up being where we belong yeah i i believe that 100 percent. and so that's what you have to tap into is what is that for us right are you a speed to the next light are you just to wait you know just like slowly get there knowing that there's a light every mile and it's going to stop you like and being okay with what the way you do it and not thinking you're doing it wrong because they got to the light first. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that really is, leads us into something that I talk about, I think a lot, <laughs> um, but it's, it's just being 100% you makes you 100% successful. You get to def define what being 100% you means to you and you get to define what success means to you and I think that's something else that you do um ex ex excellently or <laughs> um very very well is being 100% you and I I can see how that has led to your success because you didn't I mean to me you didn't follow the rules <laughs> it's like you just you just made up your own rules and you just showed up as you playing by your rules and 
I feel like that has not only made you successful, but also made you um, enjoy the, the journey so much more. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I tease and say, I don't know if I even knew what the rules were. You know, I just was like, this is what you do, right? You show up on Instagram, you tell people this is what you do and you try to help them. Like that was, that was the rules, right? Yeah. I think it, I think it definitely is a benefit. I coached not just coaches, but I have like realtors and um, movie producers and doctors and lawyers. And the fun thing is, is I help them coach and I bring up ideas and, and, and we, we create opportunities for them that they are like, can, can I do that? And the beautiful <laughs> thing is like, I don't know, like that cultural box of what it's like, what you can and can't do as a realtor or as a lawyer or whatever. So I'm just, just being me like inquisitive and curious. And what about this? And what about this? And their businesses are kind of booming kind of, I, that's very understatement. They are literally booming because they're doing things that they didn't know they could do because we sort of get in a box of like, these are the rules. This is how you grow this kind of business. And so I think that that's actually a strength. And I'm like, I really like coaching these different businesses that I'm not familiar with the, the culture of the business. Cause I think businesses is all the same, right? It, like it's the same kind of concepts, but it's fun because they're like, I didn't realize I could do that. I'm like, why not? Right. And then they try it and it's wildly successful and they do it. So it's just really fun to maybe know the rules enough to know like what lights you up and what would be successful, but then try, really try what works for you. So there's rules and then there's strategies and there's application. So it's kind of like be willing to be curious with your strategy and your application. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, <laughs> we've talked about a lot of your strengths. Um, what are some things that you struggled with? Um, I, I just think like, just maybe like the, the learning curve of business, as I just say, we didn't have one, but I mean, you have to try stuff out and you have to see if it's going to work. Um, and just like that, the, the mindset of like, everybody else is doing it this way, or they're further along. I know like in our program, we kind of graduated with a cohort. So it was kind of hard to see people, um, you know, doing different things or appearing to be ahead of the game, right. Or whatever it would be. Um, and so just like that comparison, right. Of like where we thought we would be by now is a big comparison or just the comparison of like, well, they're doing that. Why can't I do that? And, um, I just kind of realized, but they're, that is different, right? Like nobody else was teaching school and being a mom of three, or nobody else was having a full-time job and trying to do this on like Sundays or whatever. Like we all had our own circumstances and our own goals. And so what mm. I had to remind myself is like, yeah, they're doing that big thing, but they maybe have a goal to make a million dollars. I don't have that goal. So of course I'm going to look differently and I'm going to do things differently. And my business is going to be differently. So I guess that's probably what I, that was like my biggest struggle at first is realizing that we do it differently and just be, and we also think the way we do it is how everybody else is doing it. Right. And then we forget like, oh yeah, they have a VA or they have a video editor, or they have a whole team writing their copy. Because we don't, maybe as we're getting started, we think like, oh my gosh, how are they doing all of that? And they're not doing all of that, whatever that, that is. Everyone has help in some way, whether it's a husband that's always doing the dishes or it's a not a full-time job or whatever it may be, right? We all have a different set of circumstances. And so I think that's probably my biggest thing is realizing that we all do it our own way and not to compare how we're doing it 
because we have different results and we have different circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I mean, if you think about it, we would never, um, compare two models where the C line and the R line are different and expect this, like the, <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, the C line, change, right. And yeah. we're just looking at the actions. I'm like, oh, she's investing in this and she's going to this mastermind and she's doing this, this, and this, and those are her actions. And I'm like, I'm over here doing these actions, but their R line is not my R line. So we, yeah are doing different actions. Yeah. Well, and even the, the, just the, the, the thing, just the expectation, like my intentional model, I have an R line of a hundred thousand and in their intentional model, they have an R line of a million. Why don't I have a million? <laughs> yeah. And that's what I go back to desires. Is that what you want? Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. And What's that's when they are one, right? Because like a lot of business coaches just assume you want wild success, right? Or whatever that looks yeah. like. Yeah. And, it, and it's not to their fault, but it's like, did they take into account again, your priorities, your roles, your goals. And so a lot of my clients that I'm telling you about that are in different industries, were kind of freaking out about the, the advice they were getting from their business coach in that industry, you know, whether it's yeah. lawyer whatever. And I said, is that what you want? I, or I said, okay, these action steps, whatever they wanted them to do. I said, what's the result that if you follow their plan, what's the result? Right. And they'd say, let's say a million dollars. I say, great. Do you want a million dollars this year? And they're like, no, I just want 400,000. I'm like, great. Let's just cut your, your action steps that they're telling you to do by 60. Right. So no longer do you need to make a hundred leads or a hundred contacts. You just maybe need to make 40. And if you do you know, 40% of what they tell you to do, you're going to hit your goal that you want. And they're just like, you know, like, so when I noticed I was coaching so much on the business coaching side, I'm like, oh, they're forgetting about having your whole life complement your business and vice versa, rather than it all being about your business. And they're forgetting about your strengths, right? And they're forgetting about your other desires, whether you have kids or super into your community with service or whatever, like that we're, we're not just running a business. We have other things in life. And so I think they forget to ask, like, what is the result you want? And then work that model backwards as we so brilliantly know, right? So it's kind of yeah. given in, in training to know that and how to create that model for ourselves. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> oh boy. Um, anything else kind of come up for you as we were talking? Any thoughts come to mind where you saw a different path that we didn't go down? A different path that we didn't go down. I mean, I think you did a great job of keeping it that way. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm just hoping that they took some little nugget from it that, that they realized like it could be more, maybe just, it could be more simple, whatever it is, whether it's money, spending yeah. money, spending money, loving money, working on your business. Like if it's not simple and fun, maybe ask yourself why not? And what could you do differently to make it that way? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's, I have started asking myself that a lot more in my business and I've gotten very different answers than what I was getting two or three years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I like my business so much more now. Yeah. I also think we grow too. Like when I first started, like doing a podcast would 
it wasn't simple and fun. I had a result for it that really motivated and empowered me to want to do it. So that was fun, but the actual like doing it wasn't simple and fun. And now it's like, when someone asks, it's like, this is going to be so fun. Like, I'm so excited. I can barely stand it, but I wasn't always that way. So our simple and fun does evolve and change. So it's not like thinking that that's going to keep us stagnant. I think a lot of times, especially in the big self-help world, we want these big dreams, these big goals. And when I say simple and fun, people are like, oh, but then you're going to live this like you know, mediocre life, or you're going to live this less than life, or you're going to be playing small is what I hear a lot. And I just think, but like, if I love it and I'm having a good time, is that truly playing What's the small? problem? Right. <laughs> like, I had the ability, I, I got offered college scholarship. This is my best like way to say this. I got offered scholar, college scholarship for softball. Long story short, I didn't end up taking it, but I played intramural softball. Right. So there are some people that could be saying, you played small, you played under your ability, you played whatever, like, you know, you didn't, you whatever. But the gist is, is like, I had fun. It was so much fun. I did other things and I was able to up-level other areas, right? Like I graduated college in three years. I, I wouldn't have done that if I played softball because I would have taken up a lot of time and I would have been on the road. So we have different goals and it's not always about a business or a money or being the best or the biggest, right? So like I got to enjoy college. I got to have a great time. I still got to play softball, right? And so just noticing like if we really have all of our priorities in check, then we're really living a life that we enjoy and we don't have to have one part that's kind of like sucking the life out of us so that then we don't get to do the other things. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that I've started doing lately, and I haven't really talked about this to my clients or anybody, it's, it's fairly recent. I've just been experimenting it, with it myself, but I've started changing the result line to a result slash experience line. Mm. So we may be in some situations, we may be seeking a specific result or in some situations, the result that we're seeking is actually an experience. And that's one thing that has changed in my business. Yes, I have goals that I want to reach, but a result that is also very, very important to me is the experience that I have in my business. And so that is a completely different, right? Priority, like we talked about, just to kind of bring it full circle to what we started with, that's a very different priority than just a money goal. And right. So and it kind of swings back to the two, the two models, right? Having like a feeling goal or an experience goal. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I so think now I, think I call it the E slash or the R slash E line. <laughs> I love that. Well, and I think even if we are willing, so here's one more like play on the, the, the college softball is if we're willing to let the R line play out in however way it plays out and be open to that. So I necessarily didn't say in my head, I wanted to play college softball per se, but I knew it would be really cool to have enough money to not go into debt for college. Right. So if let's just pretend that was my R line, I don't know what it was. That was years ago. Right. But I just right, wanted right. money for college in my head, right? We're thinking, oh, scholarships, you know, college or collegiate scholarships or book scholarships or whatever it is. But in this, how it played out is I worked during college and had enough money to pay for it, right? So sometimes if like we are willing to let our R line play out in ways that we don't expect it, I always believe it will be more beautiful than we can ever imagine, right? And oh, that's yeah. what 
trust, like in, and I, I trust in God, but you can, you have the spirit or whatever you want to say, but when you have that trust that, you know, the world is working for us, I really believe that experience line. Like I want, so basically I wanted to experience college debt-free. Let's just say that look at all the different ways it could have happened. And if I took that one now, I could have been like, oh, well, I'm really, okay. That's models like out of the way and it's not going to come to true, but it's not true. Right. The model still happened. It's just, it wasn't the same a line as I thought I would be doing to get the R line. Yeah. Awesome. That's exactly. Yes. 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 I'll have what she's having. <laughs> no, thanks for reading that up. Cause that's really good. I didn't, I don't, I haven't renamed the line yet, but that's what I like to say is like, what do you want to experience in this business journey? Right. Cause it's more about what we want to experience and the impact we want to have and the people we want to meet and the connection. Then it is about the money for a lot of us. And when we experience those things, the money then follows. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way you said, you know, that you framed the result. I want to experience, I experienced college debt-free. That's the result. And then one way for that to happen would have been to accept the scholarship. Another way would be to play softball a different way and work through college and pay for it while you go. And I mean, another uncle, you know, yeah, exactly. Another way would, yeah, would have been somebody else sponsors me. And, you know, there's so, so many different ways that that can play out. So, and that's the other thing is I think it's really important to um, get in touch with the true result you want. What do you truly desire? Because a lot of times it's just the surface result. um, And so keep, asking, you know, why do you want that? You know, why do you want a scholarship? Well, because I want to be debt-free in in college. I want to go through college debt-free. Then you, you end up getting down to the real result that you want to experience. Right. And I think that's, what's missing in a lot of our, is like the, the going really down into it. And that's like actually the second step of my program, because that then dictates the action steps. Yeah. But superficially, sometimes we're like, oh, I'm good enough. I'll just get a scholarship and I'll just go play college softball and that'll be great. Yeah. But it's like, do you want to do that? Is that how you want to live the next four years? Right. And clearly, I guess it wasn't because I didn't choose it, but I could still have the result I wanted with a different experience or a different a line. And so I think that's when that's the purpose of going down those whys in, in such a powerful way. I say, when you really know the whys, it creates the action steps. It's not just the motivation. Like sometimes say, if you know your why, you stay motivated. I think if you know your why, you actually create the treasure map of how to get there. Yeah. It's clarity, right? Yeah. And clarity breeds action and action breeds results. (laughs) Very well said. And action also brings clarity for those of us that are action-based. So it does not you just, just keep going, just figure it out. Yeah. Cause we're like, I need enough clarity to take action. Just start taking action and you can get clarity. Right. Of what you yep. do or don't want. So. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to answer, know all the answers <laughs> up front. It's not nope. a test. <laughs> there is no test. It's just doing one thing to move the needle over, you know, just putting the one card down in your game or just buying the one thing in that game. You don't have to know like the big picture yet. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything you have coming up that you want to share? Uh, How do they get in touch with you? How do they find you? 
So I'm over on Instagram. It's just Siri Pain Coaching. It's C-E-R-I. Not it's like the phone, but spelled differently. Um, I'm currently just working. Um, um, I have a wait list right now for my productivity, like business strategy coaching. And I have my 5D program where we just, just you know, define and discover and develop all of our plans, our whys, our action steps. And then of course, most importantly, we, you know, discover that mindset. And so that's just what I'm over on Instagram doing and loving it. And so come find me and join me over there and we'll, we'll get you loving your business a lot more and loving your time and your life and having all complement each other. So it's more fun to wake up every day. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, thanks so much for spending this time with me and sharing all of your awesomeness with my listeners on Easy Money Podcast. Thanks for having me. Isn't she so much fun? If you take one thing away from this con uh, conversation, just use Siri strategy to do the next simple fun thing. That is such a powerful strategy. It's also very simple and it's very easy. We have this mindset block that we should take, should not take the easy way out. And the question I have for you is why not? Why wouldn't you take the easy way out if that way is available to you and if that way will get you what you want? Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Easy Money. What's one small thing you took away from this amazing episode? I would be so grateful for you to share that in a review so others can find this podcast. Be sure to subscribe too so you never miss another episode. And I would love to connect with you. Go find me on Instagram at Jill Wright Coaching. That's J-I-L-L-W-R-I-G-H-T Coaching. And click on the link in my bio. There you will find buttons for connecting with me. Book a call to get a free money makeover. Book a call to collaborate with me. We might even record it and include it on this podcast. Or just book a virtual coffee chat where we can get to know each other better. I hope you connect with me in one of those ways. But in the meantime, I will connect with you right here on Easy Money Podcast next week. See you then. Thank you.